Hi again, Devils fans. I'm Matt Lachlan, along with Amanda Stein. That would be Amanda C. Stein if you follow her on Twitter. And of course, you should. If not, at Amanda C. Stein. Wow, what a nice intro. Absolutely. (laughs) Well, you are a part of our big content team, and we're happy to have your contributions on a, on a regular you. basis. So on the official devil's podcast, we got a defenseman as our guest and you know, this guy is awfully interesting, isn't oh, he? Oh, Oh man. Cause he's super quiet, but then he'll come at you with like some amazing one liners. Yeah. He's got a great <laughs> sense of humor yeah. and he's coming up on a two year anniversary, depending on when this drops, mm-hmm. we'll either be right on the mark or right around the mark. But uh, we're talking about the man from Finland, Sammy Vatnin, who we welcome to the show. So welcome, Sammy Vatnin. As we record this, it's almost the two-year anniversary of your trade to New Jersey. Can you take us back to where you were when you were informed that you were coming here? And what was going through your mind as that trade approached? Did you have any idea? Uh, no, I had no idea. Uh, I was actually sleeping that time, and I think it was 6.30, 7 a.m. when I got a call, and I just closed it out first, and then he called me again, so I was like, maybe I have to answer this, and it was the Anaheim's GM who called me and said, you've been traded, and thanks for everything, and, you know, then I had to ask, like, where am I going? I had no idea first, but then I saw New Jersey, and... I have to say I've really liked it here, and it's been a lot of fun with the boys and the, everything what we've been doing here. So it's been it's been really nice. So wait, you <laughs> ignored his first phone call? Yeah, I have. <laughs> it was <to> early. <laughs> I, I, I didn't have his number on my phone. Oh, okay. Saved, so it was like a, a no number. So <laughs> I, I was going to say if it like popped up with his name on it, you're like, oh, no, no, never mind. I'll, no, I'll get no. back to that. <laughs> no, it was too early. It was like I was still sleeping at that point, too. We were leaving that morning somewhere else to play but then I stayed there and they got me a flights and I met the team in Colorado I think yep. so so it was nice you 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 point out the business side of this game it's a very quick phone call thanks for all you've done for us we're on to another situation See you're on to another situation talk to so and so in the office and we'll get you a ticket uh, or here's the information that you need to uh, of the people you need to reach out into New Jersey like did you have to did did you have to kind of take a moment and go, what just happened here? I'm preparing to go with this one team, and now I'm meeting another team. It just it, Everything gets jumbled at once. Yeah, of course, it's always a little shock. You know, you don't know anybody. I actually knew a couple of guys from here, Palmy and Lavi and those guys, so it was kind of nice that I knew even somebody here. But, you know, it's always a little bit little bit of shock for you. You know, you'd, I've never done it before, and... I have to say it was a lot of work to my wife. You know, I was on the road and she had to pack all the stuff from our place in Anaheim and move it here. So it kind of worked for me better. (laughs) So I was just ready to play hockey all the time and I didn't have to do that thing. We're going to have to do a Hockey Wives podcast to get those stories. And we've talked about it, whether it's after a bad loss or a losing streak Mm -hmm. or being traded when you're left all alone. There are interesting stories there. That's for sure. How long did it take for your wife to get here? You know, like how long did that till you guys settled into a routine here? I think she came just before the Christmas, and I think I got traded end of Mar- end of November. Maybe? November, yeah, yeah, yeah November thirtieth. Yeah. So she came here like just a week or two before the Christmas, I think so. And our staff wasn't here until a couple months later, I think so, or a month later. So 
we were living in uh i don't remember the place ab yeah oh yeah 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 so it was nice we had a kitchen and something so we just then we find a place pretty pretty fast here too in hoboken so it was pretty nice how did you meet your wife uh we met back home like it's six seven years ago i think so Mm -hmm. did she know that you were a hockey player did you meet through Uh, hockey no she had no idea (laughs) like in my body and i we went to have a good night in a different city and uh my buddy knew her best friend, so that's kind of uh, how we met. Nice. Was it uh, love at first sight? Uh, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Let's hope so. Like, well, she we hope love from now on and forever, but I'm wondering if the first time you met her, you said, this might be someone I can spend the rest of my life with. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. It was, we started to hang out after that, and I think it was the next year when she came first time here, and she stayed a little bit longer than she was planning at the first, so... She stayed here after that. <laughs> what was it like out, out in Anaheim when you were there? Because you go from the California coast and then over to New Jersey where you have a little more of like the seasons, the fall, the winter and all that. Uh, what was it like playing out in California? Yeah, I, I have to say I really liked it. I love to play golf. So it <laughs> right. was like good place for it. So it was really nice there. No, I we loved it with my wife there too. And like it was everything was good and like that but we really like it here i'm not a biggest fan of the winter but it's not too bad here either so it's kind of a nice nice to see some snow too you grew up in a yeah, in scandinavian country where i'm sure the winters are are pretty strong so is that why you don't like the winter like it's it was it was so harsh growing up let me get to some warmth for most of my life yeah when i was a kid i loved the winter you know you had a chance to go skate outside in the pond and just play hockey with your friends outdoors so it was nice then but i don't know now i just like to play golf so much so (laughs) maybe that's why i like the summer more so would you say that you're the best golfer on the team because we've talked a lot of golf with a lot of guys and your name comes up frequently i hope how much work (laughs) i put in the golf in the summer so i hope i'm the best (laughs) so how many rounds of golf would you say you get in during the summer uh i play a lot i play (laughs) I would say four or five times a week at least. Love it. I love it. I love the fact that you yeah. play that much because if I get out three times, <laughs> I consider myself lucky. Yeah. And are you someone who, I don't know very much about golf, but like when you go, like do you know all the people you're playing with? Because I know, I think you can just like go sometimes and you don't have to know everybody. Yeah, Did we I get have... that wrong? I don't know. No, you, no, you could show up as a <laughs> yeah. single and yeah. they'll, if you go to a public course, yeah, yeah, they'll, they'll put like, you put out you. with a foursome. Yeah. yeah, we have usually a good group of guys there who plays golf like for living too. So we play against them and actually... One of my good friends, he just made it to the European tour. What's oh, wow. the second highest after PGA tour? Mm-hmm. He just made it last week. So it's it's nice to go play against him next summer again and maybe see one tournament from him. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? And uh, we'll look forward to him uh, on the race to Dubai and the rest of the European yeah, tour. Yeah, he's Sami Valimaki. Oh, Sam. Another Sami? Yeah, he, yeah. He was the youngest Finn ever to make it on the European tour. So Terrific. it's pretty nice. We wish him the very best of luck. So playing both in Southern California, but more so here playing in New Jersey, there are world-renowned courses in New Jersey or in New York. I mean, the best of the best. So what are some of the courses that you've played? Uh, I think I played pretty much everything around here. So the only place where I haven't played is the, what was the place called where they have the U.S. Open next year? 
Uh, Wingfoot. Wingfoot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, right. that's the course yeah. where I kind of want to go play before. So you've played Pine back. Valley? Pine Valley I haven't played, no. Okay. Yeah, I played the Paul de Chirol, uh Plainfield. Plainfield. I always forgot the name. Essex County. Essex County. Yeah, I played. We have. A, we, we've been lucky that we have a chance to play them. Yeah, uh, I played Shinnecock too, like just before the U.S. Open a couple of years ago. So mm-hmm. it was pretty nice too, and hopefully we have a chance to play Wingfoot too. Amanda, mark these down. These are classic oh courses, <laughs> over a hundred years old. I can go hang out in the. the cl- I've hung out in many golf courses, clubhouses, right at that bar area. That I'm good at. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good at like wait for the golfers to come off. Do you have a bucket list of golf courses that you'd like to get to, whether here or around the country, around the world? Uh, of course, there's some San Andrews. What do you want to play? But I don't really have a bucket list. I enjoy every time I have a chance to go out and play. It doesn't really matter what course it is. It's just you just enjoy the time there and have fun. Now, if if we're on a road trip out in California and we have a day off, do do you like? try and go play golf on that day like how does that because i think i've seen some of you guys try and maybe go hit a few yeah you you could kind of could have a chance there to go but you're almost too tired in the season to go and play that's why i bought the i bought the simulator to my house here so (laughs) i can hit some balls during the season there too so that makes it easier you are all in that's for sure (laughs) a simulator so did you like is it just like a big room with the screen yeah we had like a basement we had like a movie room yeah. what i turned to be a simulator room so yeah. i can go watch tv there hit some balls and actually our dog loves it too he goes down there and chase the golf balls so <laughs> that's like for him too that's nice so <laughs> that's it, how he sold it to his wife it's, yeah. it's for the dog too it's not just for me it's sammy's version of a uh, version of top golf <laughs> yeah it's his own private top golf have a party hit some golf balls so yes. would you go like you just finished practice now you're sitting here with us would you normally go home and like just hit a few golf balls? Yeah. Well, in most <laughs> days, yeah. I like to go downstairs. And so that's your way of relaxing. Double, yeah, just to get my mind away from a bad game or in a good game, too. So it's I really like it, and I like to get better on it, too. And there's only one way to get better at it, and so that's the way you got to practice. It's by buying yeah. a golf simulator How, and well, putting yeah. it in your face. What's the best part of your game? Is it long um, off the tee? Is your short game good? By the way, this hockey podcast is veered considerably, but I like it because I, I love the sport. Uh, I think putting is my best part of my game. Mm. I have to say that, but it depends. Some It always goes like one day you're a good driver and then your irons are off and mm-hmm. one day your irons are on and then your driver is off. So it's it's really tough. Like You have to play a lot to get very consistent on that. So that's what I'm trying to work can I ask another hockey uh, golf question? <laughs> go for it. There we go. So how did you how did you pick up the sport? What attracted you to the sport? I don't know. My friends just took me in the course. Like I think I was around eighteen mm-hmm. when I first time hit some balls, and then I didn't really. I played like once or twice a year, but then I met my buddy who was who used to play in uh, like in Finland mm-hmm. some tours. So I just wanted to beat him so bad. So. <laughs> That kind of took me in the golf, and then I started really playing. Okay. So it's like that competitiveness as like a professional athlete in a different sport that led you to want to beat this other athlete. Yes, <laughs> that's actually, that took me in the golf, and I'm still on that road. Great. I, I will end it with this. More hockey questions to follow, <laughs> and Sammy Vaughn in personal life questions to follow. If you ever need someone to fill out a foursome, 
you're looking. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. And I, I, I won't be able to hang with you. I know how good your game is, but I won't embarrass myself. We'll, you know, give yeah. me a couple of strokes and we'll throw a couple of bucks, play a $5 Nassau. Sounds me good. And you. Let's go. <laughs> right over my head. <laughs> I have no idea what you just $5 said. $5 Nassau, $5. Who wins the first nine? Okay. Then it's usually $5, separate nine, oh, okay. and then $5 for the match. So the worst you can do would be lose, say in that case, fifteen bucks. Okay, that's my type of bet. Right, <laughs> and then you have, and then you have a handicap. So Sammy, I presume handicap. What is, is your low. handicap? Uh, two point eight. Okay, so that's really good. You can have a point. Yes. A point? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And and okay. so mine, I think my season's over. I think I uh, fifteen four. So I would get you know, and then this course handicaps. Anyway, I would get some strokes on the tougher holes yeah. to try to even it out. Okay. Well. Thank you for tuning in to our golf podcast. <laughs> yeah. So you didn't expect that when we started, did you? you no. We were headed with that. So how did how did you pick up the game? Finland, of course, is a power in this sport. Was it just natural? Did, hockey, said, we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to make that back, clear. back to hockey on the Devil's Hockey Podcast. Um, you mentioned skating on the ponds and what have you. Was it more an outdoor experience first for you? Yeah, yeah. We started to play, I think I was five, around five, when I first time started to skate. And then we had year or two after we started going to team practices and everything was outside like That's i think crazy. everything was outside until maybe 12 13 14 i think we it was the first time when you had a chance to go like indoors to practice and like that so it was it's outdoor sport back home so it's pretty nice what was that like going from the outdoor to the indoor because normally other people, it's you go from the indoor to the outdoor. You know, like in the NHL, the outdoor game is the big experience. But what was that kind of like? I know you were a kid, but. Yeah, it's always, you didn't have to worry about snowing or it's been too cold. So it was pretty nice. The games were on that time when they said, like, you, you didn't have to cancel anything. So it was, it was nice. Did family members play with you outdoors as well? Like, were you taking shots against your mom? your grandma um no my dad used to come to skate with me but he didn't really play or he was the equipment manager for a long time with me on my team so i think he coached first like for two three years but then he realized that he was too bad for it so he couldn't stay behind us anymore was so. he too was he too emotional is that what me no he, he was just like we were starting to be that good so he couldn't Stay with us. Yeah, yeah well, I couldn't that, keep up with us. So you know, then he realized. He, yeah, right. so he started to do the equipment things, sharpen skates and like that. So it was pretty nice. To stay around the game, I guess. Right? Yeah. Do you have siblings? I have a sister, yeah. A sister, and what does she do? Younger she's studying, older? yeah. She's 97. Born. Oh, so. I was like, wait, she's 97 years old. Yeah. <laughs> what is she? 20, 21? Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, something like no, that. So uh, that's, of course, for those who are listening, hockey people talk about age birth by yeah. their birth year yeah. that's it yeah. so for a minute we thought you had a 97 year old <laughs> sister which was going to lead us to a whole that's a little bit too old <laughs> and so she is she back home there. in in finland yeah she's back home and she's studying right now and working a little bit and she got a kid too so taking care of him a little what's it like being a nephew or having a nephew 
so far away. I know I'm really close to my nephews and I'm not that far because they're in Montreal. But are, are you, you know, do you keep in touch in that way? And Yeah, I call my sister and text him and she sends me the videos about him. So it's it's nice. Small world. You can stay in contact. Yeah. That's the beauty yeah. of, of the modern day. You came directly from Finland to the United States to play. You were drafted by Anaheim. So there was there was there was no really in between for you, right? You went right from Finland to the NHL. How was that transition? Yeah, I think I uh, it was a lockout year. My first year when I got here, so we played uh, in the minors. We played until December, maybe. Okay, when yep, the yeah, season be, started, yeah. and then I played two That'd or three 12, years. Yeah, I played like 13, up and 14, down a little bit. A little bit of both, and we had a pretty big travel actually there. We were the minor league team was in Norfolk, and uh, mm. NHL team was in Anaheim. So it was a lot of flying when you get called up, and a lot of flying when you got sent down. I, I, you know, you bring up the travel thing, and when you talk to players around the league, sometimes they'll talk about how the West Coast, the travel is so hard because you're everything is so spaced out. Is it actually easier? now that you have the experience of both traveling within the East versus traveling within the West and how that might take a toll on a player? Yeah, I, I think I really like it how we do here. It's Everything is much closer. You know, I think the shortest flight there was a little bit over an hour to San Jose yeah. and Arizona and everything else was like two, three hours at least. So in here you can bus like in Philly and New York area teams and so it's pretty nice. What was the biggest transition for you when you came from Finland and playing in North America, aside from the fact that early on you had to make those <laughs> cross-country flights? But what was the most difficult thing? Uh, I don't know. Maybe paying the pills with the check. Okay. <laughs> because we don't really use checks back home. Like, it's everything is in the internet. If you want to pay the pills, you just go there and pay it there, and you don't have to send the checks away. Interesting. That didn't was expect not. That. I did not expect that. But the one thing that's pretty cool is, like, Europe tends to be ahead of a lot of things. Canada is the same way of what we do in the United States. Like, come on, let's go. Baby. Well, it's like um, how restaurants... Because now, of course, you can do that. Yeah, but, like, restaurants here refuse to, like, split up bills when you're, like, more than three people or whatever in Canada. That's like, yeah, they're like, is this separate or together? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, separate. They, <laughs> I mean, they, they're getting that together now yeah. in the States. But you're right. Canada was the first time I experienced that. Now we all pay our bills online. We yeah, know, I know people and what have you. But so you had to write out a check and you were like, what the heck is this? Yeah, it was a little different. You know, I actually, uh, Ryan last used to play in uh, Finnish League the year before. And we came at the same time here in Anaheim. So it was pretty nice. I lived with him in uh when we played in the minors, so it was nice. He helped me a lot with uh, everything. Hockey is hockey, but language is different. Culture is different. Paying checks, paying by check <laughs> yeah. is different. What about that, though, making the transition where the language is different? Again, culture is different. Food is different. Was that difficult? Uh, maybe the speaking English was a little bit tough. At Did the you first. know much coming over? Yeah, we actually studied since the third grade, so I that. understood almost everything. But it's always tough to make lines and word, say some words. So that was a little bit tougher, but you get used to it when you. The best how you learn is just to speak it mm -hmm. and live in the area where they speak it. So and in in Anaheim, didn't you? Were you there when like Tim Mussolini and Saku Koivu were there as yeah. well? So. Also, Finnish people. Yeah, we had. So we that, had a, that you had a pretty big contingent. How much did that help you? I mean, those are two remarkable players, and I'm sure back home, 
pretty famous guys. Yeah, of course. You were a little bit nervous first time when you <laughs> met those guys. Koivu, Lydman, Tony was there too, and Timu. So it was pretty nice. They helped me a lot. You know, I had a chance to speak Finnish with them and just if I didn't understand something. So they were always ready to help me and they helped me find my place there. And Timu loaned me a car and... It was nice. One of his like 400 cars. <laughs> yeah, he loaned me a car, and I think when we left it, uh, might have been to the Olympics. We left the car in our parking garage in our building, mm-hmm. and then when we came back, we couldn't find it. It was <laughs> towed away. So <laughs> it was like, oh a funny story there too. So did you leave it in the wrong spot, or like? Yeah, we left oh. it like in the guest guest lot. We didn't want to drive all the way downstairs to <laughs> in our spot, so we were a little lazy and left it there. So. That's why they towed it away. I mean, did you did you grow up like a fan of Timu and Koivu, all, all these guys? You know, because here they they really made the, a name for themselves. I lived and worked in Montreal, so for me, you know, Saku Koivu was this larger than life kind of guy. Did you grow up watching them play, or like? Yeah, yeah, of course. I watched a lot of Timu when he played in Anaheim, so it was. They were like my heroes when I was a kid, yeah. you know, always watching them when they played in the national teams and like that. So, and Kimmo Timonen was one and Scott Niedermeyer was two and he was <laughs> coaching us too for mm-hmm. a little bit in uh, Anaheim. So it was pretty nice to get know, to know him too. One of the great uh, players of this game. You played with those guys, not only on Anaheim, but you played on Olympics. the Olympics at, at Sochi. Uh, what was that experience like? It was really fun. You know, I played with the... Kimo Timonen was my deep partner there too, so it was my hero too when I was a kid. So it was a pretty fun experience, and we won a bronze medal, so beat the U.S. six nothing. So I don't look at me, I, I'm Canadian. So it was pretty good. <laughs> it was pretty. No, it was it was a good experience. I really enjoyed it, and I hope NHL goes back in the Olympics. And it's it's really nice tournament, and see all the other sports and everything what's around there. It was it was a uh, Really nice. Do you remember going into that game against the U.S. and like what you guys were kind of thinking in terms of you know the U.S. being a, a really good team, like, and then coming out of it six nothing? Do you remember sort of what that process was like? Yeah, I think everybody was a little bit disappointed from the get day before game when we lost to you know, Sweden. I think two one mm-hmm. on the semifinals. So, but you know we gotta. We got a chance to win something, and it was Timo's last national team game, so I think everybody was pushing for it, and we got a good start, and we were able to finish that. One of the things I remember about that is because, as you pointed out, Sweden defeated you in the semifinals, and Russia beat the United States in the semifinals. Or or Canada, excuse me. Yeah, uh, Canada. Canada, excuse me. So I thought both sides lose to their rivals, but the U.S., didn't seem to show up where Finland did. I thought, not that the U.S. should have won necessarily, but I thought it could have been more competitive. I said, I get it, the disappointment, you lose to the rival, but keep going. Finland showed up and the U.S. didn't. Yeah, of course, we don't have that many medals in the Olympics or anywhere else, so it's still a big thing for us, like as a country, and, you know, especially when it was Timo's last game, so everybody wanted to win for him. Where's your medal? Sorry, sorry. I was going to say, did you guys have, like, a celebration when you came back to Finland? Oh, I guess, did you? No, we flew straight up to Anaheim. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm sorry. Never mind. You go ahead, Maddie. No, (laughs) yeah, we flew back there. You see all those big celebrations. Would you feel like you missed out a little bit not having that? Uh, yeah, <laughs> but, you know, the season is going, and we flew back, and 
we were celebrating there and we went to Timo's house after that and the next day I got called from the from the office in Anaheim and they said yeah you got you're sent down so oh. I had to fly the next day back to <laughs> Norfolk again so it you're was kidding. a fun what memory a high there too, too. Yeah. <laughs> really yeah wow that that's kind did of did you not stunning. just be like hey man I just want a bronze yeah <laughs> I know you would never say that but that must have been a like a high to like yeah it was it was different we <laughs> Luckily, we didn't unpack our bags, so it was nice. We just took them and flew straight to Norfolk back. It would have been nice if they told you Before in some you way why you're in Sochi. You could have just flown straight into the East Coast yeah, instead we actually, of going all the way to the West we Coast. We flew from Sochi to New York, I think, oh. so first. You could have just got from off. New York to Anaheim, and then they called me next day. Yeah, we're going to send you down. So Then oh, I flew goodness. back. <laughs> I'd say there was a little... <laughs> sleep deprivation issue going on there. Oh, uh, where's the medal? What, where do you uh, keep the bronze medal? It's in my. My dad collects those all the all the things about the fox from the games and my jerseys and everything. So it's still in my my old room in my parents' house. So they have a big room there where they keep everything. So it's pretty nice to go there in the summers and just bring stuff for my dad. That's cute. Yeah, oh, I like this. It's it like is. a shrine to Sammy. Well, to, to show you exactly yeah. how things have changed, I think it's Mike Ramsey. I think that's the right play. He played on the 80 Olympic team. Uh, for U.S., wins a mm-hmm. gold medal. Can't, do you believe in miracles? For the longest time, he kept his gold medal in the glove compartment of his pickup truck. Really? <laughs> yeah. Like, it was like... Like okay, like in what do you do? He gets like pulled over one day. It's yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure it's found a better place now. But it's just interesting, right? As, as big a moment as it was, everybody has a, has a different That's thought really about about what it was all about. So we understand you like coffee. Are you? Yeah, a big I, coffee I used drinker? to drink a lot of coffee. I have tuned it down a little bit. Like I don't drink that much anymore. Like one cup max how, a how day. How come you tuned it turned it down? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't. I don't really know. I used to drink like six, seven cups hmm. easily for game days. But Sammy was wired, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah. So, what uh, are you a, a a coffee snob? Do you like to go to a certain place? Do you like a certain? Do you like Ethiopian versus Colombian? Uh, are you that kind of a coffee drinker? No, I like. I just drink the normal coffee, and it has to be black. Like I don't like any sugar or milk anywhere. But you know, we bring some coffee from back home. It's called Juhla Mokka. They actually contacted me last year, too, and they sent it from the factory. Really? They really? sent me some packages from there, so it was pretty nice. Do you, do you have some still? Yeah. Yeah, we always buy it from home, and everybody when, who comes here has to bring it here. So I, I think I think can't see it, but I'm making eye contact one. between yeah. golf and coffee right here. It's going to have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> is it is it a, a drink? Yeah back home that like is that like a thing like a lot of people drink coffee like like as a social thing yeah i think the finnish people drink most coffee like per person really i think so like at least in europe Mm -hmm. so it's everybody loves the coffee there so when did you have your first cup of coffee uh, I think I was 15, 16. Okay. Around L- that time. Late. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, I guess that's probably not, not too not early. Too, <laughs> not, not too early, not too late, just right. Um, so let's just talk a little bit about uh, Sammy Vatnin and Finland from a standpoint of culturally. What don't we in the United States know about Finland? Thoroughly modern country. I'm not implying anything. But 
sauna, big part of life in Finland, correct? Yes. Almost, so tell almost, us, take us through that whole thing. Yeah, I think almost like even if you have a one bedroom apartment there, mm-hmm. everything has a sauna there inside yeah. there. So it's it's nice. The people love it there. Go, especially in the summer houses and like that. They like to go in the sauna and then jump on the lake. So that's the big thing there. But I actually hate to go in the cold water. So I don't really do that. I just like the sauna just like and that. have a couple of beers there. So it's it's good for me. Nice, nice. Bring the beer into the sauna. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Always. Absolutely. I, that's I'm like the thing in there after season. We have like a, a sauna party. Sauna party always after after a year. We rent different saunas in a different places in the city. So we just go there and rent a sauna. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah, they have it like like the whole team can fit there, and we just go there and sleep there, and then we go again next day. So it used to be fun. Used to be. I'm sure it still is when you get a chance to do it. <laughs> yeah. Let's be honest. Do you ever get far up to the north? Uh, no, I actually haven't really ever been there. So it's one thing what I want to do in some point, but it's in the summer, I feel like it's too long a travel to go there. Yeah. I just like to go back home and see the family and f- stay with the friends. How so. far would it take you to get, you know, a flight, is it say from Helsinki to the nearest airport before the you get The flight there? is not long. It's yeah. like two hours okay maybe but the drive is like eight to ten yeah i mean that, that's fair but i would just think for me and i understand listen you come off a long season and you want to relax a little bit you got to recharge see friends and family totally get it but the lure of getting up there and you know um, seeing herds or just running through and you know the native people up there yeah, I think it's better to go there almost in the winter too mm-hmm. like when it's all everything is very cold and the snowy so it makes it so much different do you go home right after the season like how much time do you spend in finland uh, after the season is over Uh, i think we usually normally depends how long the season goes yeah that's like we stay here two years ago we stayed end of the june in here and last summer we left like in the middle of uh may i think so so it depends always i stay there two to three months usually mm-hmm. then i come back here like month or two months before the season starts and what's the first thing like that you want to do or want to eat or when you get back home uh there's the burger joint called Hesburger. okay those are my favorite burgers so every time i go there i need to have that my first meal is it different than like a like a burger that you would get here or like what what makes it your number one stop I love the mayo in there. Oh, okay. The mayo, what they put in the burgers, I just buy it separately too in my house there. So I'm a big fan of that. That's the that's the one meal what I always miss when I come here. And what's on your burger other than mayo? There is just a lettuce. Oh, okay. Couple. Simple guy. Yeah. Simple guy. Lettuce, ketchup. So, we, yeah, listen, sounds like good eating. Although I'm a vegetarian, but yeah. <laughs> so that that's not we're not going to connect there. Yeah, they Golfing have some wedged, uh, do oh. they? vegetarian burgers. I think so there okay. too. So there we go, taking over the world. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we're near the end, and there's always one question. I turn it over to Amanda that we ask all our players. Actually, man, Amanda does. Well, thank you. Yeah, we ask everyone this, and we preface it the same way when we get on the plane to travel. Uh, Maddie and I are on the plane as well, but we're always in the front and you guys are in the back. Sometimes we can hear certain things going on back there or laughing or yelling or what have you. What does Sammy Vatnan do 
on a plane ride? Because we've had some podcast listeners, some sleepers. What do you do on our road trips on the plane? Uh, I play cards. The, oh, right. Yeah, we had a, a member a, of the card group. Yes, we have a good Simmer group. Simmer was telling us about that. Wayne Simmons. Yeah, we play cards and uh, we have some fun. And you know, I I listen to some podcasts too. If we don't have the tables in the plane, it's called Swami Pop. It's oh. really nice. Swami Pop. Yeah, they're like a morning show. Oh. What they do there, but mostly I play cards. How's your card game? Uh, this year I haven't been that lucky <laughs> that I was last year. I think last year I did really good, but there's still a lot of season to left to win some <laughs> to, money to, in there too. To come from behind. Yes. Yeah. And a, an opportunity to get some more victories, which we hope come. And good health to you. Good card playing. And uh, Sammy Votnin, thank you very much for your time. Thank you. Do you think I made it clear enough? I, I was going to say. That I want to get on a golf <laughs> course. Like, hey, Sammy, my name's Matt. I don't know if you remember me, but I like coffee. I like <laughs> I like to play golf. I'm also a vegetarian, but we can work through that together. <laughs> well, here's the deal. I'll have to tell him really when I see him next. some hints uh, Listen, you, why be subtle? Uh, no, I'm with but, you. But I, I will say this to him. Don't be intimidated. It can be one or the other. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You're like, coffee you or golf? And the truth be told, I'd probably rather have golf because I can probably order this, the finished coffee online. That was very funny, though. I think Sammy was looking at us like, is this a golf podcast? <laughs> like, we just talked about golf for 20 minutes. But he's you know, such a great guy. He's such a great guy. And like I said in the opening, he's so quiet at times. And especially now that he's been here for two years and is, knows the guys a lot more, his personality, I mean, to me, he's just one of the funnest guys. Is that funnest? He's literally so much fun to be around in the locker room when you have a rapport with him and he's 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 a riot. And I think what serves him well is his attitude. It came yeah. through on the podcast. He's very chill. He's chill on the ice. Competitive as can be, as he yes, told us. Absolutely. Like that's kind of why he got into golf and he wants yeah. to beat his friends and all that Who's sort like of professional stuff. Professional golfer. Exactly. So he competes. I mean, he's oh, nasty yeah. in the corners when he needs to be, et cetera. But doesn't panic and it's just chill. That's like the Finnish flair, right? Yeah. Like just sort of like a relaxed kind of guy. Mm-hmm. It's it's crazy to me though that like he joined a team with Temu Solani and Saku Koivu, right? Two of like the biggest names in Finnish you know, hockey and there he was, a young kid and I think he got Temu's car. <laughs> Temu's car towed. <laughs> That's a what, good one. Well, exactly. And he played in Temu's last international game for Finland. So a lot of good memories shared by Sammy Votnin, who we thank for giving us some of his time. And so, Amanda, another fun show uh, has been put to rest. Uh, absolutely. It ha- these have been so much fun. And I forgot that he was part of the, uh, the, the card playing group. But good to know. I think like we'll start hearing some cheers from him on the plane as his game gets better and better throughout the year. Sounds like he's like he's a he's like a you know a sleeper, and then he comes in and he he gets you good. Sounds like he's got to be in comeback mode though <laughs> yeah. for the rest of the season. It hasn't gotten off to a good start for him in the back of the plane. That'll do it for this week's edition of the official Devils podcast for Amanda C. Stein. I'm Matt Lachlan. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.